Hey, AMC Turn fans, welcome to another episode of the AMC Turn After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight, we are talking about Season 3, Episode 7, Judgment, and holy expletive, Batman. If there's one thing this episode has taught us, it's that you do not mess with a lady. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh. My. God, what even was this episode? Like I said, if there's one thing to take away from this episode, it's that you should never, ever mess with a lady. Am I right? Oh my God, yes. I, on so many different fronts, our Mary minds... Woodhull is my new Women Crush Wednesday. It's yeah. not Wednesday yet. I don't care. <laughs> this, yeah, okay. So let's, let's go ahead and get started by introducing ourselves <laughs> to my left. Katie Cullen. Hi, I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter at Kiaget. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. I'm Megan. You guys can follow me on Twitter at the Mangwin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-I-N. It is so nice to be back here with you guys. Uh, Keith, unfortunately, couldn't join us this week, but uh, you guys can tweet at him at KeithWBlack on Twitter. Uh, and if you guys haven't already done so, please go to iTunes, rate, subscribe, leave a comment. We love hearing from you guys. Uh, so, And if you guys comment on iTunes, you may just very well get a shout-out on the show. We don't have any new comments this week, so we would love to hear from you guys especially especially after this episode. We want to hear your guys' thoughts. And for those of you watching live, we are on YouTube right now. We are keeping an eye on the live chat. And for those of you following along on Twitter, we will be keeping an eye on the hashtag ABTVTurn all throughout the show. Uh, because, oh my god, there is so much to talk about. She shot a man. She did. And stabbed another one. <laughs> she Bless this one. I, I honestly, I don't know. If you guys follow me on Twitter, you saw me talking about watching this episode last night. There was honestly one point where I was going at top volume, God bless America, she's running out of the house with a rifle! It was phenomenal. And I think it's hysterical that we had both Megan and Samuel on the show, and neither of them could talk about this episode. Oh my god! <laughs> if you guys want to come back on the show now that we can talk about this, please... And it's just Please. so funny, too, that we, we would be very happy to uh, lend you an ear. Uh, get out! Get out! Get out! <laughs> Don't encourage her! But yes, nevertheless, hashtag Ranger Danger uh, basically is canon now. <laughs> yes, it is. We have, oh my god. We, if you guys look at the hashtag Ranger Danger, the hashtag ABTV turn, you see a lot of people from last night uh, using the hashtag to go, holy cow, she really is That hashtag originated when we had her on the show and we were talking about she should join the Queen's Rangers. She's kind of a She's, badass. Like, my prediction was that she was going to kill Simcoe and become the new leader of the Queen's Rangers. We weren't that far off. We were pretty close. <laughs> Holy cow. And she just, she had them going in circles because they never beautiful. suspected her. I think Simcoe suspected her right at the end. But yeah. no one else had any idea. She's like, I made you a murder pie. I'm not going to join you because I have a bath. Oh my God. And that's kind of an undertaking in this day and age. So... <laughs> really was but no it was beautiful like you see her 
realize that she has opportunities at her disposal and she takes full advantage of them at every turn and so much so that yeah everyone is confused and hiding from the ghost of Robert Rogers and it it was just it was so equally satisfying and suspenseful to sit down and watch this entire thing unfold and at the very and it's so funny there were like I feel like every time there was a commercial break or an interval we turned to each other while we were watching this and said wow that was a great episode because like even after the opening there was so much drama and suspense in like every minute of this episode that like by the time we got to the end it was like and it felt like an adrenaline rush. This episode was nonstop. No, and holy cow! And I was looking back over the past few seasons, and I realized that episode seven for turn is what episode nine is for Game of Thrones. When things go insane, it is when stuff happens because the very first season, episode seven was the duel, and then in the uh, in season two, it was the Valley Forge episode, and here in season three, it's hashtag Ranger Danger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. So yeah, let's uh, let's talk about this because uh, the scene that this particular st- let's yeah let's start with Mary obviously because because this, that's what we're sitting here and just kind of going ah what we're sitting about. here in awe of because it was just so great. Well, when we watched this episode, you know, last night when it aired, and we watched Mary's part of it again in studio before we sat down to do this, so. That's definitely fresh. And it's just as amazing the second time around. Yeah, if not even slightly more satisfying. (laughs) What I love is that she just throws Caleb straight under the bus with the understanding that, no, he'll make it through. He'll be fine. He's capable enough. He'll be be okay. Because, yeah, it was a risky move. Um, But when the episode starts with Simcoe barging into your house basically to your face accusing you of being a liar and a spy and then dragging your husband outside to murder him. I mean, I feel like you have to take some drastic action at that point because they're... And it's also really kind of... It's also was a really dark way to start the episode because before Simcoe showed up, they were talking about attacking Richard in order to get Thomas so that they could flee. Yeah. We need to get our child out of this town. Bad things are occurring. And then Simcoe shows up. Surprise! Bet you thought you'd seen the last of me. He just won't die. (laughs) I feel like this is the best that Abram ever does when he has to talk his way out of this kind of situation and do it in a hurry. Because he tells that he tells bits and pieces of the truth and wraps them in lie, and that makes the lies all the more believable. Oh yeah, the Takes best lies always have an oh, element yeah. of truth. Takes him downstairs, shows him the little lair, and says, "This is where he was." And the fact that Robert Rogers' initial eye patch is down there on the floor—it's like that helps. 
Yeah, and the yeah, it's showing him and telling him just enough to fit the narrative that yeah. Abe is spinning because it a lot of it is true. The murder of the drummer, Robeson's involvement, uh, uh, Roger's threat to keep an eye on Abe, and everything. So much of that was true. He's yeah. just leaving out the part where oh yeah, I'm Culper. BT does. <laughs> I was Culper the whole. I was time. Culper the whole time, and I tried to have you killed, and that's why I joined this. That's why I joined the spiring. So the entire point of him joining the spiring was to have Simcoe killed. And at least once a season, Simcoe just walks away. He really like, does. No big deal. No big deal. He, like I said, uh, I think uh, Megan actually did tweet out, he just won't, won't die. die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is this spectacular. Man, I swear to goodness. But um, but yeah, and and it's it's kind of devastating too because now at this point they're separated and she's going to Whitehall and he's basically begging her just take Thomas and run. Uh, Caleb and, will meet you down there. You know, go to the area and just get out. And you you see the moment where she decides that she's going to take action, and that's when they're they're on their way to Whitehall, and you can see it in her eyes, like she's like, should I? Like, is now the right time? And she decides, yep, I'm gonna go for it. So she she screams, bloody murder, bloody, <laughs> bloody murder, <laughs> and claims that uh, Robert Rogers, that man with his horrible beard. <laughs> I saw him. He, he saw me looking at him and he went behind the trees. Ah. Brilliantly intercut with Caleb landing on the shore. Yeah. Uh, and so they, they go off. Now and that you Caleb can... has his horrible beard back. <laughs> and again, Simcoe just sharp as a freaking tack. He's like, mm, go and look. But yeah, if you feel safer, you can ride with me. And it's so funny because it it's just about it's puts really, her on his lap. Oh. It's really hard to tell when he's like, you're up to something, or when he's like, genuinely like, don't worry, I'll protect you. I feel like, as you would say, it's sort of six of one, half a dozen of the other. It's And you can't tell by looking, because he's such a good actor. Yeah, Man. no, it's so good. Um, and actually, Megan did also tweet out a picture of her and Samuel, I guess, practicing. Yeah. They had helmets on while riding the horse. It looks, it looks like a lot of fun. And after having Samuel on the show, I keep watching the scenes with him going, okay, where did he hurt himself? <laughs> like, he hurts himself at least once per episode, or so he said, where did he hurt himself? And I want to say it's when he fell on the floor. It may very well like, have been. Like, that is my bet. <laughs> Because that is like a potato sack fall. You just go. Yeah, no mat or anything. Jeez, that looked rough. <laughs> well, we um, didn't see if there was a mat. No, we just it didn't saw him fall look out like of frame, there was a mat. And then there was a noise. Yeah. So, really good was, sound mixing. There was probably a mat. I Let's would be hope real. there was a mat. Um, but even if there's a mat, you could. I did gymnastics when I was a kid. You could hurt yourself even if there are mats. It's fine. Don't worry about it. But, um,. <laughs> But yeah, no, this and so you just see um, as as time goes on, you can tell she's clearly up to something because when she gets to the house, Richard is trying to get her attention and be like, "Hey, you need to take Thomas and split," and she's like, "Not now! I'm doing stuff. I'm making dinner. <laughs> I'm doing Are you, stuff. You're cooking at a time like this." Yes. And it was really funny to see Richard also say, basically have the same plan as Abe, which, you know, he, Abe and his dad are really more alike than they're willing to admit. Yeah. <laughs> but it's basically, he threatened your son, take him and go. And I think he threatened your son was the only bit of information that she didn't already have. And she's like, So that okay. got the moment of, oh, 
well, all right. <laughs> yeah, if she had any reservations about what she was planning on doing, they went out the window at that point, just like, oh. I just feel like there's a difference between, okay, I have to protect my idiot husband who got us into this, and you looked at my son the wrong way. You threatened I will my you. son. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, a lady shouldn't be messed with. Like, oh, well, I'm definitely going to murder him tonight. Cool. But, uh, yeah, and and it's also funny, too, because she also basically tells Richard to his face, you would abandon Abraham to die. Like, that is what you're doing right now. <laughs> Which, again, at the beginning of the episode, Abe was basically saying, don't think of him as my father. Think of him as the man who's keeping our son from us. So it is really funny to both see Richard and Abe on, you know, opposite sides of this war, take the exact same stance of take Thomas and go. Forget about this other guy. <laughs> Forget about this other member of this family that you clearly care about. Go. Just get out of here. I mean, you care about him, but he disowned the hell out of me. So, uh, <laughs> And they're both yeah. saying that. It's so funny. Um... But yeah, so the uh, after after this, we let, let's go ahead and get into the nitty gritty of this scene because it starts off with her offering him dinner, and she makes him a murder pie. Mur- <laughs> it's summer summer squash, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah, um, it, I want to say it, it was had some rabbit form of squash something, pie. Yeah, something pie, but. Who cares? We were si- and we're sitting here trying to figure out what she's planning on doing. I thought too. she was going to poison the pie, and then you pointed out, no, that would put the blame squarely on her. And it's like, wait, why bring up seeing Robert Rogers earlier at all? Which, thanks to that bit of the narrative and Caleb coming in right at the right at the same time, uh, they they did have you know that moment because at first. Simcoe was really doubting that she had yeah. ever, that she had How seen it. How did you see him when my highly trained rangers didn't? And, and then, then the three rangers come back. We, we saw, saw him. He's there. <laughs> he got <laughs> one of us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just like I'm going to just get my foot on out of my mouth here. It's, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> just like, right, yep, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. And um, and somebody somebody had using the hashtag Ranger Danger had tweeted out last night. Even Simcoe thinks Mary should be a Queen Ranger, because he did. He he offered. He's like, hey, do you want to sit down and have dinner with me? Like you did something my men couldn't. That is admirable. Uh, again, She's like, nope, I have a bath drawn, so... And again, it's one of again, those things... Again, this is a process that takes forever, so... And again, him, his offer to her is both one of, like, courtesy, probably one of genuine respect for having spotted him, but also genuine suspicion. It's one of yeah. those, like, keep your friends close, enemies closer type deals. And so she excuses herself grabs his rifle of <laughs> things sneaks out of the house carrying a rifle that is almost twice her size and just from the shot cuz they were shooting it from the doorway her going out the door i was like is she is he watching her is he seeing this was this a did she fail her stealth roll here no no i was i was uh, fooled by the camera angle and it was perfectly shot. It was perfectly paced. Oh this God. whole sequence 
was phenomenal. And we're not even touching on the stuff um, going on with uh, the other Queen's Rangers, because there is stuff going on. It's uh, with Abe and Caleb finally coming back together and realizing, oh, shoot. And there's this moment of genuine terror because the Queen's Rangers knew where to look for Caleb. Abe has this genuine moment of, oh, my God. You know, she she told Simcoe where where this location was. He must be torturing her. Like, it's... It, and there's this mo- genuine moment of fear, like, oh, no, our entire operation is is lost now. Not that it wasn't already lost before. Yeah, no, it was hosed last but episode. But our, our sense of immediate danger is right here, and she is being tortured tortured we have to go and do something and caleb's like don't worry i'll go i'll go i'll go handle it and And now i need to leave before the rangers come back and as and we'll we'll get back to the awesome sequence but as everything you know the the one bad thing about this whole entire sequence is that none of this gets resolved you know abe at the end of the episode is still stuck in this cabin with the queen's rangers caleb didn't retrieve anybody and you know Mary took care of business, but ultimately she's still at Whitehall with a dragon in her house. That's a really good way to put it. And yeah, that's what next episode is for. That's what next episode is for. The next couple pieces of these things. So we can sit here and be like, okay, are there going to be consequences for shooting his ear Of course! This is the season of consequences! (laughs) Um, But yeah, so she's outside and she tries to take aim and he gets up and leaves. So she has to retreat to another part of the house, takes aim... And for a minute, and fires, and for he just potato sacks, potato onto sack. the ground. And for a minute, we're like, he can't be dead. There's no right? way he's dead. Like, like historically no. speaking, we know he makes it to the end of the war. But they've also gone off script when it comes to history. Before, what if they really killed him? And and I will be honest, like for a minute, I was like, shoot, is Holy he dead? Cow. <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of similar to for game of thrones when it's we're hitting spoiler territory here for like season three of game of thrones so spoiler alert spoiler alert for three seasons ago you guys for when they killed joffrey yeah on one hand ding dong the witch is dead and on the other hand you're kind of missing that character that you love to hate because then we have Ramsay Bolton, and he is just so far beyond the pale that it, you don't want anything to do with him. Well, and the other thing is that even if you take care of this big bad character, there's there's a there's a vacancy now, you know, where it, if you cut off one head, you know, two more will take its place. Who knows? Oh no, Mary will just become the head of the Queen Rangers again. Yeah, and so she'll we just were, take over and be. Just we were like, sitting here, bring jaws, his ear out, and be like, "This is proof." Jaws on the floor because we were like, "Oh my God, did she really do it? Did she? She is going to be. She is going to be the queen of the Queen's Rangers." There's a reason that the Ranger Danger shirt has a rifle on it. That started yes. because of her having rifle practice. Uh, yeah. By the way, guys, we have a Ranger we have Danger a, T-shirt. We have a Ranger Danger. <laughs> shirt you guys shameless plug oh, anywho yeah. we'll we'll tweet that out later again uh, but yeah so and then but then sure enough because it's gunfire people come back to the house the rest of the queen's rangers and she manages to take one of them out she ditches the gun hears them coming just kind of puts it in a corner and then i saw roger rogers he's here he's here and then starts yelling things like let go of me get off of me takes his knife and stabs him multiple times and i feel like the first time was like okay and then the next three times were just something breaking probably because 
she's never killed a man. And to her mind, she's just taken out two. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it's just so great. And then, sure enough, as Caleb put it, she had him uh, them running in circles. Yeah. As she retreated, she had to put the rifle back where it was, run back upstairs to where it was, stash her bloody garments, hop into the bath and make sure all the blood, or the visible blood was like, gone. wash the blood off of herself before she gets in the bath so the bath water isn't all bloody. And then get in the bath and be like, I have been here the whole time. And, and then Caleb's pri- providing a distraction by, uh, I'm, I'm skipping ahead. Um, but yeah. Words. Yeah. But, and so when Simcoe, first of all, when we cut back to the room where he keeled over, we're tracing over all of these papers on the desk and they're covered in blood. And correct us if we're wrong, that looks like his ear. It's hard to tell from the camera angle, because from the camera angle, it could be a very specifically shaped bloodstain, or it could be his ear. We don't really get to see if it has that third dimension to it or not. It really, it looked, because when we first watched... I think it was supposed to be his ear. When we first watched the episode, it just looked like blood covering, uh, and then when when we were re-watching the sequence, it looked like his ear had gotten chucked off and landed on the desk, which, again, makes perfect sense, given where, you know, his wounds were and where he was holding on to uh, his head and everything like that. It's very Van Gogh. Well, and the, well, not to mention, people are getting dismembered. Robert Rogers lost an eye. If he lost an ear, like, someone's gonna lose a hand soon at some point. <laughs> I don't know. But the, um, and so he storms in just as she, you know, like perfect timing. And he storms into the room, sees that she is in the bath where she's supposed to be. And I like, just wanted to make sure you were okay. Yes, sorry. I'm taking a bath. Sorry for the intrusion. Also, aren't you going to ask me about my giant gaping head wound? (laughs) You stormed in on her in the bath, and you have a giant gaping head wound, which is not something you would think that a lady would normally see. So, eh. So, yeah, he's suspicious of her. But you can also come down hard on the, you stormed on her in the bath with a gaping head wound. You're bleeding from everywhere! (laughs) Like, dude, dude. And at that point, there's gunshots from well, outside, because Caleb's it, like, I'm going to be there, Robert Rogers. Let's distract him. And he's like, oh, you want Robert Rogers? I'll give you Robert Rogers. And I love how quickly he was able to pick up on the fact yeah. of what she was doing, because he could have very easily had misinterpreted everything and been like, I need to go in and save her, you know, that sort of thing. But uh, he's just sitting there with popcorn, like, he has them going like, in circles. Oh, my gosh. He's got the best seat in the house, he right? He does. <laughs> Outside um, of the house. The only thing I have have to say like that will probably come back to bite her in this regard is that gunshot and glass breaking and noises in the house like if I were taking a bath and I heard a window break in my apartment I would probably get up grab a robe and run out and go what on earth is going on so like I feel like Claiming like, oh yeah, I'm just taking a bath, don't mind me. Granted, I don't know what the acoustics are like in their house. (laughs) Um, But I would think you'd be able to hear a gunshot from right outside. So, like, that might end up working to her detriment of like, why didn't you come running when you heard gunshots? Well, and she left a bloody handprint on the wall. 
And I didn't realize till just now that that was hers. So thank you to everyone in chat going, yeah, no, she left that handprint. Like, okay. Which, was again, how that got there. Great shot, too, because he didn't even notice. And it's like right there, right by his Next head. to his head. The whole time. And uh, yeah, no, so this, this whole scene. And then, of course, at the very end of it, she breaks down into tears because yeah. she's just taken a man's life. Her attempt on Simcoe failed. Ultimately, as cool as this was, it didn't achieve what she was hoping it would, and she's still stuck there, as is Thomas. So, ultimately, this was awesome and badass, but it failed. <laughs> Where's Abram's dad in all of this? Abraham's a dad? I Richard, is you mean? Richard, yeah. Is he still there? Is he just kind of like... Uh, I, what the heck is going uh, on? I don't know. Is he out doing judge things? I don't think he left. <laughs> I think he's probably still in the house somewhere, just being like, nope. It's funny, for an episode called Judgment, there was very little of the local judge. <laughs> the magistrate, <laughs> of the yeah. Ma- local magistrate, but um, Judgment comes from a different story arc, which, is there anything else we want to talk about Mary being freaking amazing in this Hashtag episode? Hashtag Ranger Danger. Holy cow, you guys. Yes. I realize that according to history, Simcoe doesn't die, but if they go history adjacent in this show, she's going to be the one to do yeah, it. Yeah, she's going to be the one to kill him. And she has to... had the best success at it. She's the best. She's the best spy. We've like, said it time and time again. She really is. Like, the only other people who have had Simcoe over a barrel has been at the very beginning when they ambushed him and didn't kill him. Like, oh, we could use the information. No, you promised you'd kill him. She, How many problems would we have solved had you just had you just killed him? Thanks, Way to go, Caleb. Thanks, Caleb. Way to go. <laughs> um, so yeah, just that this whole thing was extremely well done. It was suspenseful, it was exciting, it was terrifying, it was great. Everything about it was great. So well acted, so well shot. And, so well shot. Uh, <laughs> and and I don't even want to blame her for missing because the sights on those things are awful. Oh, yeah. No, the sights, the aim, the everything. The fact those that she even nicked him was phenomenal. Those are notoriously unreliable. I just like that we brought in, well, how could she? We, sh- we had her practicing with it like three, four episodes ago. Like, this is not out of the blue. They, no. They, they put Chekhov's rifle on the shelf. <laughs> literally Chekhov's gun. Yeah. How often do you actually get to see a literal example of Chekhov's Actual, gun? Actual, honest-to-God Chekhov's gun. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, this this whole thing. And and I honestly think that this is this is the best episode that Turn has done so far. Um, oh. It's a close... Uh, my, uh, like, it is a close tie between this and uh, episode seven from last year, but oh my gosh, this one, again, edge of my seat the entire time. Because, Fantastic. And this one is juggling several stories, and they're all equally good. And that's hard to do, because usually for this series, it's like, this was great, this was great, this one, eh, things occurred, and all of them were just like... I will say they wrote this episode. Kudos to them. Nominate them for an Emmy. Whatever goes into that. Just yes. There is one story arc that I think is problematic. And and we'll talk about it in a minute. You are a little biased. Let's be real. Not even that. I'm talking about uh, Ben's story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, no, that had some problems. It does have problems, but again, the flip side, and we'll we'll go ahead and get into it, um, but the, again, the flip side to, is that this is 
kind of an isolated incident in a show that this whole episode revolves around how awesome our female characters yeah. are. This wasn't the focus of the story. I will say that, like, okay, we need some emotional whatever, whatever for him, and then they bring her back just to fridge her. I'm like, okay. Yeah, there, there are some problems need, with that. And I'm waiting for it to have some consequences, to have some results. Like, it's, it needs to mean something within the next three episodes, or it really will just be shove a woman in the fridge. Fridges haven't even been invented yet at this point Ben's in time, but we're going to put one in there anyway. The uh, So, yeah, let's, let's go ahead and talk about Sarah and Ben, because uh, Ben's storyline kind of opens up with him procrastinating talking to Washington about the basically the ring being dissolved and Anna's sitting here going you really need to just tell him and he's like I'm waiting for Abe so we can make a full report and that'll give me enough time to figure out what to tell the general <laughs> because I don't know what I'm gonna tell him right now it's like, yeah I need a good excuse it's like oh no your excuse is literally everyone in the equation screwed up Literally, at every stage, every step, everyone. It's kind of amazing. It, they, this is like a spectacular failure. It's like, it's just the whole house of cards. It is the worst possible timeline in community. Like, just like <laughs> Ben walked away, came back, and his entire ring is on fire. Yes. <laughs> he didn't even come back with pizza because pizza hasn't been invented yet. He came back with a leg wound. He really did. He walks away, comes back with a leg wound, and everything's on fire. Why it's is everything like, on fire? But, awesome. Wow. <laughs> But so he he leaves that conversation because it's an uncomfortable conversation. <laughs> it's like, first opportunity to leave. I'll go do that. And uh, he has to interrogate some. Uh, oh, what? Well, just uh, from Pamela Mosinger. I don't know how to pronounce Pamela your last in name. the live chat. Pamela in the live chat says the only answer was to fridge her. She wasn't going to change allegiance. They didn't have to bring her back. That's the thing. She could have gotten away. She could have wound up shooting the guy who was trying to rape her as opposed to the other way around. Like, there were many other ways to play this Yeah, out. no, there, there's they didn't so many other ways. They didn't have to fridge her. They didn't have to bring her back in the first place. I mean, we're looking at, I mean, not to get ahead to our talk about the next episode, but it looks like Hewlett's going to be in the next episode. He's not going to change allegiances anytime soon. That's a, that's a silly, that's a silly thing to say. Anyway, sorry, I don't mean to. I don't mean to belittle your opinion at, in any way. But there was. So but many, I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> I apologize. That that was mean. Anyway, so they bring. Sure enough, they bring Sarah back, and at least in the capacity of her bringing bringing her back, it was very interesting because the tables were turned. She is now a prisoner in his encampment, uh, whereas he was at her mercy before. And she helped him. She lied for him to save him. And and what was really cool, too, is that she was the one that planned the assault. And they were taking refuge in her home because that's where she led them to retreat. She was the one. She was had so much agency in yeah. this plan and this formation. And it was meeting Ben that incited her to finally commit to her country uh, to her side because in her mind she's defending king and country which yeah fair enough like let's let's not forget 
like our founding fathers were traitors Rebels. to the crown. Yep. Yep. That is the definition of being a rebel. And so he comes to her with this offer of like, hey, just sign this paper. You don't even have to like actually spy for us. I'm basically committing treason by giving this to you. Just sign it so you can get out of here. And then we're even. And she's yeah. like, no. I loved this line. I'm willing to die for my beliefs. I'm not willing to die for yours. I thought that was just a really, really great little bit of writing. Seriously, the writers this episode. Yeah. So, so good. And then... Then we come to this, and this is where one of the members of the Continental Army attempts to rape her, and they get into a scuffle, and she gets shot. And this is, again, it's problematic She nearly takes his eye out. She does. Yeah, ladies, if someone's trying, go for the eyes. Definitely go for the eyes. Absolutely go for the eyes. We have thumbs for a reason. But And it's kind of been bothering me, uh, because I, I, I don't know if it's the Game of Thrones, like effect of like every show going hey game of thrones throws in casually that that thing casually you know around just in the background let's that's what we'll do because we actually had it a couple episodes ago with the queen's rangers brutalizing just some random woman in her house yeah and like it's like we're gonna show the reality of the time do we really need to do we um because Ben's that soldiers that doesn't... were doing that at one point. And he was basically like, hey, no, stop that. Leave Caleb's them alone. Soldiers, Caleb's soldiers, yeah. I'm sorry. Because they're mercenaries and they're jerks. They're interchangeable is what they are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really bad with names. And I watched two seasons of this in like three days. So it's, uh, yeah, what are names? We just don't know. Well, there are a couple Samuels. There are a couple, you know, that sort of thing. Um, anyway, so, like, yeah, this is this is a problem in a lot of stuff. And not to say that, like, it shouldn't be in media or it shouldn't be in shows of this caliber or whatever, but there's a right way and a wrong way to go about doing it and introducing a character for the sole purpose of having her be, like, an attempted rape victim and then murdered. That's not cool, guys. Yeah. That's and not cool. That brings have. down an otherwise fantastic episode and yeah we had the whole episode about her that was so great that we were expecting to be a one-off and i would have been perfectly happy with it being a one-off but no we're gonna bring her back just to kill her and make ben sad well and i'm i would have actually been okay if the you know i'm okay with them bringing her back I thought it would have been great if she escaped on her own. Yeah. Or if she was escaping and he has a chance of stopping her and then lets her go. And then that decision comes back to bite him later. But or if she wound up shooting the guy, like if the pistol went the other direction, took her opportunity and ran away. Or tried to run away, got caught, got executed for killing someone. Like, it, you could have gone any other... <laughs> Or she could have even just, like, she could have shot this guy, tried to make her escape, Ben tries to stop her, is conflicted about what do what to do, and while he's conflicted, she shoots him. Not a fatal wound, but she shoots him, and then goes. Because then it's like, oh, I hesitated. I was going to show mercy to this Tory because I was shown compassion, and now I'm bleeding it. From everywhere. Oh, God. <laughs> Not there again. Were just, there were so many other ways to do this, but we went with the really old, awful, let's bring back a woman, let's have her sexually assaulted, let's have her die. It creates drama for everyone but her. It's no longer her story. It's effects, events that happen to her affecting Ben's story. And that's not good storytelling. That is an old, tired overused sexist trope yeah so and again it brings down an otherwise 
excellent episode. But again, it's one of those things where as an isolated incident in the show, it's actually not too bad. As far as an example of this trope, it's actually one of the less problematic examples. Less egregious. Because so much of this episode focused on our other female characters having a lot of agency and, you know, their stories and their drama and their development. So it's it's the thing where when you have multiple women in a show, one woman doesn't have to represent all of womankind. You That's know. true. On the other hand, for a show that is so, so good with its female characters, to bring back someone who in one episode had so much depth and then kill her off for man pain was a terrible it's frustrating move. it's frustrating it's just an out and out terrible move from otherwise very capable writers yeah exactly and again she could have she could have gone out in like a blaze of glory yeah like saying basically screw you to like you know all of the rebels and to ben himself but nope this is what we're going with and not to say that that kind of stuff doesn't happen or that like like i said that stories can't talk about this particular subject matter but if you're going to talk about it do it responsibly guys or at least try to be less cliche about it no because now ben's in pain no he's sad but and here's the thing there are going to be consequences for this because he punched a guy yeah he punched a guy and that's where the consequences are going to go i will be more impressed if the consequences and the fallout of this are the truth being revealed and him, like, getting disbarred from his position. Like, the truth of this woman helped him and then he didn't tell... Because when he got back, he didn't tell anybody about what happened to him and that ended up coming back to bite them. Because but I'm no sure people died. no one can tell that truth except for him. Exactly. But... He was giving her special treatment. It doesn't take a whole lot. And we've seen it time and again. These guys are terrible liars. It's not going to take much for the truth to come out. So, again, if we're talking about consequence... But, again, if she had gotten away or if she had shot him again, the truth could still come out. Like, there would still be consequences. So I feel it's kind of a moot point with, again, having to kill her off for no reason. Point being, wow, this was dumb. But yeah, there are going to be consequences because he did assault another officer and there is now a dead prisoner. There's a story there and somebody's going to get to the bottom of it. And that's probably going to be bad for him. So, okay, now that we're done talking about the one... It's so funny because we talked about, like, the best thing about this episode, then the worst thing about this episode. Yeah, I said the whole episode was great because I think I just repressed that entire storyline. But even even though it still... It had great dialogue and, like, great it, it cinematography. Really great dialogue. So even and though, a stupid ending. Even though it, it's a problematic story element, like... It was still... Again, these are very capable writers and they're very talented because... They can even make this sort of problematic thing very poignant and, again, very poetic in terms of the dialogue and everything like that. They so, st- at the end of it, they still shoved her in a fridge. Full stop. Yep. You there's can dress really, it up. There's no getting around that. She's in a fridge, and it's terrible. You can dress it up all you like, but it's still a fridge. Anyway, yeah, let's let's go ahead and move on, and let's talk about uh, the trial of Benedict Arnold. Because this, he can be genuinely charming when oh he keeps his temper God. intact. 
And I, I loved Peggy's advice for him saying, you know, talk about it as we, talk about it as the army, make yourself inseparable from them, show that you are a man of duty. Like, that's incredible. Yeah, and it was so sweet because he's talking about, you know, he's starting this episode talking about, like, you know, everything going into this trial. And she softens. You you see her face softens. And I feel like she gives him a genuine smile right before giving him this advice. And I feel like this is, this is the moment where she's like, hey, maybe you're not so bad. Well, and honestly... Because he's, he's so dedicated to restoring his honor. Well, and at this point, he is iffy about whether or not he wants to commit to treason. And she is iffy on whether or not Andre is still faithful to her. And so this, she's not going to push him into treason because she's doing this for John Andre. And if he's going to screw around when she's not there, it's kind of like, well, what's the point? Exactly. Because I feel like if she was still I'm doing this for Andre. I'm just another piece on his chessboard. I feel like if she was still doing this for Andre, if she was still 100% into it, she would have sabotaged him before the trial somehow. Probably. Because she'd already done that more than once. I mean, that's the whole reason they're having a trial is because of her. Yeah. Exactly. So the... See, and then seeing him, like, conduct himself in court, it was kind of inspiring. Because, again, very charming when he keeps his temper intact. And when he uses his temper, like, in the proper way of, like, righteous fury. Yeah. Yeah. Of, like, hey, this is being done to me out of jealousy and spite and every second we waste you know here doing this running around in circles that is precious time and resources being taken away from our cause like why are we even here right now this is stupid so yeah in, in a far just... more elegant <laughs> Yeah, but he conducts himself extremely well throughout pretty much the whole trial and we've all we've seen of him as a ticking time bomb so all of a sudden this is like Oh. Yeah, seeing him be able to step back and pick apart other people's arguments, it's a side of him we've never seen because all we ever see is the bluster and the anger and the frustration Uh, because that's how he was introduced to us because he got introduced to us injured and angry. So that and, and ever since, he's been trying to get, you know, back on the horse, so to speak. And so to see this moment, it was like... It's both kind of... This is why people follow you into battle. Yeah, it was so satisfying, but at the same time, terribly tragic. Because ultimately, like, even though he was cleared of most of the charges and given a light reprimand for, for the rest of them, we know ultimately that he's still going to end up as a traitor, even if in this moment his honor has been cleared and he's passing out pamphlets. Uh, Here's a transcript of me being awesome. Yeah, I Check want the country to the entire country to know that I am innocent and that my you know my name has been cleared. I, and I, that I am committed to our cause and that I'm gonna. By the way, can I get paid? No, seriously, honey, bro. We we're are bankrupt. bankrupt. <laughs> and just the comment about the uh, the forgers, the the counterfeiter saw to that. It's like that's information that he provided. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's just kind of. It's like, so All wait, right, buddy. I'm, I, I shot myself in the foot and I'm not getting paid because of me? Oh. And 
right when the trial was ending, I, I, I said, you know, okay, so they have this. How are they going to get him to turn? How are they going to get him to commit treason? And then you see him just get so pissed off that he's not getting paid yet. Like, oh. Yeah. And then we he comes back home and... Yeah, Peggy has already had her run... I don't want to say run-in with Abigail, but no, Abigail has... She's talked with Abigail, like, God, poor... Like, in my notes, Let's rewind this a little bit and talk about the... Let's go back. Flashback. To Philomena being in John Andre's parlor, dressed like Peggy, with her hair in the high roll... And he, he undoes one of the strands so that it's hanging. This whole thing. People are not interchangeable, John. They're they're just not. It's gross and creepy, and what you're doing is wrong, and you know it's wrong. It's like, are you sure you... This is such a nicely tailored dress. Are you sure you want me to take it off? Nope. Bends her over a <laughs> oh, table. jeez. Like, wow. All right. And you are the poor... very model of a modern major general. All right. And poor Abigail walks in. And what's awful is that if she hadn't seen this, she probably would have had a far better poker face when she went and saw Peggy. Because once Peggy mentions Philomena, her face just falls. She can't hide it. She already knows. But if she hadn't seen this just now, she would have been like, wait, what? Oh, I am sure she wishes that she hadn't seen this. Uh, That's okay. I'll forget I ever saw this. Do we have anything caustic? I need to go wash out my eyes. Do we have bleach? Bleach anywhere. Has bleach been invented? (laughs) We have a lie, right? (laughs) I'm going to go wash my eyes out with pure lie. That'll fix it. It's fine. fix it. It's okay. And repressed. Everything's okay. Yeah, pretty much. And repressed. But the no, 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 yeah, no, no. She probably walked out of the house going, "Akin, but I hurry up. I need Where to leave. Where is that man? Come back, please come back." So she, unfortunately, yeah, um, and and then not long after this, Philomena comes back to his parlor, uninvited, uh, because Cicero lets her in, and she's just kind of making herself at home. She's singing. I thought I'd surprise you. <laughs> He's just like it out and it's like it's this is i think again it was being caught red-handed that really kind of i think kicked you know knocked some sense back into him in terms of just gave her some awful bs excuse about how you know sometimes in my position i have to get information from some unorthodox ways like yeah no honey you we all saw that you were caught red-handed and you don't have any excuses and you know you don't have any excuses for what you've done style over a table bro that's not with a girl no. you have dressed up to look like you're someone what? else. Yeah. That is ugh. Yep, no. Nope, In nope, my notes nope. I wrote Andre the creep and I don't that breaks my heart that he's um somebody tweeted at us that like it's very interesting that the last two episodes have taken a um like shined a light on two characters who at one point were like kind of pinnacle of virtue and it but in the last two episodes caleb and andre have been shown in pretty ugly light yeah uh turnland yeah that was turnland that sounds like something and turnland then Liz would, right? sent it to us yep and so the yeah this it was just awful but now that he's coming around of course peggy is like nope i want to get married 
now. I don't want to get married in March. I need to get married now. That I am so far on the rebound. You have no idea. Your money you has are been my restored. rebound guy. Your money has been restored. Your honor's been restored. Let's get married. I don't want to wait. <laughs> I thought you'd be happier about this. And he's like, nah, I just need a minute. My leg hurts. And then again, okay. perfect example of beautiful cinematography because he leaves the room and the room is in shadow and she is just standing there in the doorway in the one spot of light alone. And it was it was just it was beautiful. And Her life sucks. It really does. She is in a rock and a hard place and it is just so so sad. Her life sucks. And then of this course we girl. have this beautiful push in on him burning the the transcript, transcript and it's this beautiful push in and i will say it time and time again the show does shadows so well because his face is lit by the fire with what may very well be the closest close-up this show has ever done with the rest of the room in darkness it was just phenomenal incredible cinematography and he just you as the audience were sitting here going oh We've had like three turning points this episode, and this this is one of them. Yeah, this is one of them. Again, wonderful story beats, wonderful dialogue, wonderful cinematography. This episode was just wonderful. I think that just about wraps it up. I want to give a quick shout out to uh, Jim Thane in the or JT Star Destroyer on Twitter. What a great episode last night! Crazy plot twist, characters getting into deep trouble. Next week, can't wait. And then uh, we, we've got some more in the hashtag. If you want to give anybody a shout out, I need to pull up the hashtag. That was a direct tweet. I we covered most of them. That was, uh, that was pretty great. It was. Holy cow. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, yep. Anybody in the live chat want to uh, have anything to say? I know we're on a little bit of a delay. Yeah, we haven't had anything since the uh, fridge comment. <laughs> yep. There's, uh, like I said, very much. Also want to give a special shout out to uh, Elise underscore I-U-M on Twitter. She's also been hashtagging with ABTV Turn. Uh, yeah, she's yeah. the one that sent us the... Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right. Sorry, I was looking at the Twitter handle, not the... Two uh, shoutouts! <laughs> Turnland, always great. Um, yeah, and oh, Caitlin as well, who Caitlin says she's uh, joining us for the first time tonight. So oh, thank welcome. you, Caitlin. I am so happy you were able to make it. Also want to thank Rose as well on the hashtag. So... I think that's about all we have, isn't it? I think so. Let's go ahead and dive into predictions. This should be fun. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Light show. Simcoe's on the warpath. He is not a happy human being right no, now. No, I'm pretty sure There's he an was axe taking involved. an axe and he was, woo. <laughs> Ranger Danger. Welcome to the After Buzz dance party, yo. Ranger Danger <laughs> was green. <laughs> oh. No, all the lights are out. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, he's on the warpath. He had an axe. He was going to town on some guy. I feel like Robeson is going to die. And I feel like because of the story that Abe spun about there being multiple spies in Satakit, he's just going to grab anybody he thinks looked at him funny and just murder them to death. It's going to be crazy. And then, yeah, I think the other thing that I picked up on for sure in the preview was that it looks like Hewlett is coming back. Yes. In what capacity? I have no idea. He turned in his resignation. Well, and it looks like there is a sneak attack planned on Washington's camp. They'll never see it coming. <laughs> it's like, we surprise them or we die. Like, okay. And then, you know, time is of the essence. Um, 
Oh my gosh, what's his name? Like I said, I'm really bad with names. You Caleb attacked ben? my father, and you're not actually the other guy that we had, uh, Junior. Uh, wait, what? Oh, Samuel Tamage is back, and as is uh, Towns. Yeah, both Townsends are back. Yes. Yes. Yeah, seeing that and him saying, this is bigger than just me. Yeah, like, it, are you sticking with the ring? It sounds Dang, like he's dude. sticking with them, which... Good, because they need him. They need him, but he's like, but I don't have to like you. <laughs> no, you You're gonna really don't. You're going to compensate me for those animals and for the barn. <laughs> you, you really don't have to like anyone involved here. Let's be real. But, like... I mean, he it brings up a good point, um, having Sarah in this episode, though, talking about the fallout of, like, being branded as a traitor after the war. If it were to ever come to light that, yeah, he was a part of this, then, yeah, he would be branded as a traitor after the war. And so he's probably like, well, I'm already committed. <laughs> and if he really does believe in the things that he said he believed in when he decided to join anyway, those things would still be true, even yeah. if the people who kind of who tricked him into joining even if they used even if the impetus was false yeah like he still probably believes all those things so this is going to be insane for the next three episodes how are people are going to die there are axes involved (laughs) so simcoe man how many episodes until mary kills simcoe for realsies (laughs) (laughs) just like season finale it's just like i feel like she's not necessarily going to get another chance no i don't think so but dang but dang and that's not to say that she won't kill other queen's rangers on her way there she did not throw away her shot she might kill robert rogers before this season is out (laughs) that would be well robert rogers never threatened her kid simcoe i don't know about that But no, anyway, um, any other final predictions? Any other final thoughts on this episode? I think uh, Simcoe is going to put his ear to the ground and try to find more spies. What did I tell you about encouraging her? <laughs> Shame on what you. What did I just say? <laughs> Pretty much. Well, guys, that just about wraps no it up regrets. for us tonight. Uh, I'd hate to end on a pun, but let's, let's just go ahead and say goodnight. Katie, where can people go if they want to find you? You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and YouTube at Kiaxet. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. I am also on Snapchat at Kia Prime. Most of my shows have ended. It's kind of crazy. We have Steven Universe once a month. We have Red vs. Blue on the final Wednesday of this month. And we are going to RTX, which is going to be super fun. We have all that info on Twitter. It's going to be great. We do have a Ranger Danger t-shirt that is on TeePublic. I keep forgetting this. <laughs> TeePublic, if you search my name on there, K- uh, Kiaxet again, K-I-A-X-E-T, you can find the Ranger Danger shirt and get one for yourself. It's It's fun. I want to get one and I want to wear it on the season finale. We should. We should. We should totally do that. Um, I'm Megan. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Mengwin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. I am also on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz and I write articles for the Movie Chick. That's Chick with two K's. Be sure to check those out. Again, if you haven't already done so, please go to iTunes, rate, subscribe. We will give you a shout out on the show if you do. Thank you to everybody in the live chat. Thank you to everybody in the hashtag. Thank you for to everybody for tuning in. We will see you all next time. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Hashtag Ranger Danger. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.